1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org.
2: I need God more than anything God can provide for me. Say amen to that. More than anything, I need Him. and If I have Him, I have everything praise the
1: Lord if you find yourself in need of help then today's message is for you Pastor Jack Morris is here and he's going to unfold the truth the word of God has to offer and about how God cares for you and will treat your situation as it is his own
2: let us let God help us let God help you Let God help me, and he will, and he wants to. He stands ready to. We don't have to beg or coerce, uh, get him in the mood to do it. No, he's here to do it whenever we are ready to receive. It says, let, notice the title of the sermon, let, allow God. He wants to allow God to and he'll help us. We, we look for help in various places and from various people. But there's help that the Lord will give. And if we look to the Lord, he's not going to let us down or disappoint us. Never will he do that. Never. But the thing is, I don't know whether you'll agree with this or not, but whether you do or not, it's true. <laughs> people who need God most are very often the people who seek God least. People will look, even Christians, I'm talking about Christians now, we will look various places, and when we run out of friends and run out of church and run out of doctors, or we've exhausted, then we think, hey, maybe I ought to pray about this. Let's take it to the Lord and just see what God can do God can do great and marvelous things. I want to I be as transparent with you as I possibly can be. The scripture says the husbandman that laboreth must first be partaker of the fruit. The husbandman, meaning the farmer, the farmer that labors should sample the fruit first. <clears throat> Many theologians say the preacher that preaches needs to receive what he preaches or what she preaches before the people. So very often when I preach a sermon to you, I have already gone through that myself. And why should I tell you or preach to you uh, when I haven't done it myself? It becomes theory then. But God's truth sets us free and liberates us. The sermon I'm preaching this morning, Jesus preached it to me on january the 8th about 2:30 in the morning that was a saturday morning i woke up and i really need my rest on saturday nights because i'm, I'm expending a lot of energy on sunday morning here at the church and i love it but i woke up about 1:30 and scenes started flashing through my mind as i lay there in the bed I started remembering things from my childhood, my adolescence, my young adulthood, and even midlife, things that I should have done that I didn't do, and things that I did do that I shouldn't have done, and it didn't go away. I mean, it just kept coming and kept coming, and I was wide awake, and I was praying, God, help me to go to bed, to go to sleep. I I was already in bed. And after a while, after looking at the clock and trying to stop that, just like a like a roll rolling, um, just one scene after another scene. <clears throat> I remember one of the scenes uh, and I kept thinking about it. My pastor, uh, before he died, he called me, my former pastor, he, he's always been my pastor. He, he's been in heaven years now. And I was still young in the ministry. There was a situation that had come up and uh, he wanted to know how I felt about it. And while I was talking to him, I was thinking of what a good man and how he had blessed me and groomed me for the ministry. Uh, Even before I, I started Bible training. And I wanted to tell him that I wanted to tell him you were my first teacher. You taught me more than at, at the seminary. And for why I didn't tell him that, I will never know. And after that, he died, and now I will never have him. There are things that I wish I had done that I didn't do, and why I didn't, I don't know. And it, it was a rather a miserable night that was going on. Things that I had done. Look back and think, why did I do that? Why did I say that? But it's said, it's been done, it's over, I can't go back in and, and just sort of suck those words back in again. They're, they're out there. But after a while, I went back to sleep. And then the alarm went off and I got up and uh, usually I'm getting up before the alarm goes off and turning it off. And, uh, it was still dark and I went out and I, I sat down but in the family room and in the dark and i felt down i felt a little bit depressed this is only just a couple of weeks ago and uh, i don't know whether i was the things i was thinking about during the night and it it left that impression upon me and so then i started praying dear lord I, i need help and now it's sunday morning the sun is going to be coming up soon i'm going to be putting my suit on, going to the church. I need help, Lord. I need help. And uh, Then I slipped out of the chair and got down on my knees. Now, I want you to know this, friend. The devil doesn't let up easily. You can't pray a little short prayer and think, well, it's all over. It's taken care of. You've got to fight the good fight of faith. And then I got off my knees and then circumstances and situations in the present started going over in my mind the past all of that that went over my in my mind and those scenes and my thoughts during the night at 2 30 in the morning that was gone but now things that are going on right now boom they started coming one right after another I thought Lord I prayed I need help I thought I was going to have victory Friend, don't give up until God gives you the victory completely. I began to pray again, seeking the Lord. Lord, I've got another situation. It's very similar to the one I had at 2.30 this morning. And I got out, I have several, lots of, lots of devotional books. I got that, one, my very favorite one. And I read the scripture and I read the devotion And I got on my knees, uh, as I can remember. Maybe I sat back down on the chair. But I began to pray again after I got into the, the word and I got into devotional literature. I began to pray again. And this time, I felt something starting to happen. I felt myself starting to come back up again. I began to feel okay, or I was approaching okay. Now I could get ready and come to the church. But I was fighting a battle over and over. Friend, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Never give up. Jesus is there. The victory will come. But sometimes God will just give you a little test just to see how really sincere you are and how you're going to wait on him. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as on wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Friend, never give up. Never give up. Can you say that? Never give up. Never give up. Go to the word of God. But notice it was the second time in the present circumstances that I got involved in the word and in some devotional literature and it was the word and that Message that was coming from that devotional literature and prayer that brought it. It wasn't just prayer. It wasn't just the word. But now it was a combination of both. And so I'm still learning that I need the word and I need to talk to God in prayer. I need both. We do need both. So I'm saying today, let God help you. But know how to go after the help. You've got to get the Bible open. You have to get on your knees or, or seated in a chair and your heart is it's on its knees. You're talking to the Lord and He is there. Now I want you to look at the screen and look at First Peter chapter five, verse seven. And I want you to read it in unison. Come on. Let God help you. Give all your worries and cares to God. For he cares about what happens to you. He cares about what happens to you. You and I and his people are very important to him. We're his kids. We're his family. But notice, I underline cares and cares. It says in the the NIV, let let me read it in the the NIV. And then I'll go back. This is in the... uh, the New, New Living Testament, but both are correct. The NLT, New Living Translation, uses the word cares in lieu of the word worry or anxiety. In NIV, cast all your anxiety, now the word anxiety, the word worries, and the word cares, they're all basic synonymous, particularly here they are. Cast all your anxieties, all your worries, all your cares on him. Don't go looking for help until you've prayed. You will find a person who is a dedicated Christian that you can talk to, and they will pray with you. Hey, go to that person after you've gone to the Lord. That person is truly your brother and sister in the Lord, and they will edify you. But notice, give up all your worries and cares. Now over here it says, for he cares. It's like a parent who cares for his or her child, he cares. We have cares that are burdened on us, but then we know this, he cares for us in a very loving and wonderful way. For the last two years, we're going into the third year of this coronavirus. Oh, this it, it, It's worrisome. But in addition to all of that, we have our own personal struggles, family problems, individual problems. You have them, I heaven. But this this corona is just wearing us down. Uh, people are sick, people are dying, people are wearing masks. Uh, we have to do the social distancing. Uh, it gets worrisome year after year, and... The medical profession, particularly psychiatry and psychology, they're telling us that across the nation, children and teenagers and young adults are having mental problems serious mental suicidal problems. They're the ones that are so very active, but how things have been cut back, how their dreams have been shadowed. But this problem of all this virus is not limited just to children, teens, young adults, middle-aged and elderly people are being affected by it also. People today are tired, restless, angry, fearful, and it goes on and on. When's it going to stop? Here comes the virus. Then here comes a a, a variant before and then here comes another one. What's going to happen next? And government, politics, everybody getting involved. Phil Mazza told me the other day that he was driving behind a school bus and a little boy, just a, he said, a very little boy, looking out the back window at him with a mask on. He said, "My heart went out to him, he said, this is a terrible way to live, but what are we going to do about it? We're going to go to God and trust the Lord." He's going to help us and bless us and keep us. God is with us. I want you to know this, friend. God is with us. Let him help you. Give him the opportunity to do something good and bring about a mental healing. I have this radio program. Dear friends, dear friends, please pray for that radio program. I I named it The Healing Word Without the Word of God. And there's just so much today. That, that we need, but we, without prayer and without the word, a combination of both, we're not going to get anywhere. We're at least to where we want to be spiritually and emotionally. Let's, let's go with God. Let God help us. But the, the mental anguish is, is just unbelievable what's, what's going on uh, mentally and emotionally with so many, many people. So give your cares to the Lord. Here's what I would suggest, recommend, impress upon you. When you go to the Lord in prayer, remember who you are, a child of God. Begin by giving God praise and thanks. He saved you. He washed your sins away. Thank you for that. There is isn't a day that goes by that over and over throughout the day, I'm, I'm just so thankful I'm saved, thankful for the blood of Jesus that has cleansed me from my sins. Thankful that I'm I'm a child of God, that I can call God Father. Talk to him that way. Thank you for letting me into your throne of grace, that that I can come in and address you as Abba, Father. Praise him. Thank him for what he's already done spiritually and in every other way for you. And then, secondly, take your request to God. By all means, ask and it shall be given. We must take our... Re- request to the Lord, and read the promises of God. Let the promises of God become your strength, the sword of the Spirit, the joy of the Lord uh, in your heart. Let God do that. You see, God, God will take those cares when you present the. After you've praised Him, now you've brought your request to Him, and when you give those requests to Him, God takes those request and he identifies with them as though they are his and they indeed are his all our sins were laid upon Jesus on the cross he became a sinner so to speak I don't know how else to say it but when he took my sins he was punished for my sins and he took all my wrongs and all yours uh, unto himself he identified with our sins uh, they were as his very own transgressions so much so that God turned and looked the other way and Jesus said my God my God why had you forsaken me then he descended into Hades where departed spirits were of the Old Testament Abraham Isaac and Jacob and he went down and talked to them and brought them up to a Christian experience In other words, he descended into hell. He went to hell for me so that I won't have to go to hell. Everything I have, he has given to me. I am what I am by the grace of God. Aren't we all? Friend, there's a way to live, but you can't live without fighting a spiritual battle. We live in a fallen world. Give them all. Give them all to Jesus. Shattered dreams, wounded hearts. He never said you'd only have sunshine. He never said there'd be no rain and no pain. Give them all, give them all to Jesus. I want you to take that insert footprints. Do you have it? Every bulletin had one inserted. Take it out look at it. One night I dreamed a dream. I read that and I thought that happened to me on a number of occasions, but really on January the 8th that I already told you that story. One night I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the sky, dark sky flashed scenes from my life. From each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to the Lord, my Lord. After the last scene of my life, Flash before me. I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me. So I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I, once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, There was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I was carrying you. Friend, let God do what only God can do and what he wants to do. He wants to carry us through these difficult times. It says in Deuteronomy, this, this footprints in the sand came from Deuteronomy 32 and Deuteronomy chapter 1. The eternal God is your refuge and his everlasting arms are underneath you. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 1, and in the desert, there you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father carries his own. For I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. Let him do it then, friend. Let him do it. And he'll do it. And it will begin right now as we look to him. The scripture says the devil, like a roaring lion, goes around about seeking whom he may devour. Roar back. Roar the name of Jesus into that situation. For instance, if it's a, 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 a problem, a mental, emotional problem, think of the, the problems that that emotional, mental is causing you. Think of it. Get it in your mind and say, I, I roar the name of Jesus into it. I put Jesus into that mental, emotional situation. If it's a, a, a relationship problem at work or with a friend or with a family, think of it. Think of it. And then roar the name of Jesus. Throw. When it says cast, that's exactly what it means. Throw. And then the New Living Translation softened it and said give. But you've got to give the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus has to be real and important and a blessing to you. You have to know the man behind the name and have a relationship that is ongoing. You can't wait until the problem hits And then say, oh, Lord, no, you're ready. You know what to do. You know to praise him. You know to request to him. You know to give thanks to him. And then look for his blessing to come upon you. So God is here. Now you know. It's not all that difficult to get the blessing of God. Just be consistent in serving the Lord and praising the Lord in bringing those requests to the lord and when it doesn't happen the first time do it the second time and the third time the devil will come at another time the devil was tempting jesus in the wilderness and jesus defeated the devil every time with a scripture verse look at it he didn't use any supernatural power at all to defeat the devil friend you can do the same thing You do not need, well, we do need supernatural power. But in these situations, Jesus let us know all we need is faith in his promises. Just use the word. Jesus never used supernatural power for himself. Not one time. He only used it for his people. But in that situation, that was the devil was after him. And all he used was the sword of the spirit. You have the same sword of the spirit that he has. You can now do the same thing that he did. You now can have the same victory, the scripture says, and the devil left him for a season. The devil came back again. So fight the fight of faith, you'll win every time in the name of Jesus.
1: We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But
2: before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris. Thanks, Eric. Friend, before I go, I wanna tell you about God, his love and how he cares for each of us. He cares for you. He loves you. Right now, you may have trouble in physical, might be emotional, but God is the healer of body, soul, and spirit. Go to Him. Talk to Him. Tell Him. Friend, let God help you. And when you go to Him in prayer, He will help you. I'll see you next time. I'm Pastor Jack Morris.
1: Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.